to this episode of The Trainer Feed. We are your hosts. My name is Angel Sanchez. With me, I have Mr. David Bravo. What up? We're and, live, And baby. Mr. Jacques Delogier. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> All right. So this is our first in-person episode of the podcast. So we've been doing this for about a year now, right? No, two years. Two years, man. Holy two smokes. Years. Yeah, two it's years. COVID, yeah, it's almost two years already. A little over two years. This is the first episode in person. How do you guys feel about that? It was weird, but yeah. exciting at the same time. I was talking to a client of mine, and I was like, yeah, you know, we have a podcast. He's like, oh, this is cool. When did you guys start? I said, fuck, two years ago. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, but it's cool. Here we are. Finally, I think. I'm excited. I'm excited to do this, and then I'm excited to have the people, yeah, the guests. Because I think, yeah, it, it, not that they have a, a lag in the conversation if it's on Zoom is an issue, but just I think it's so much easier to communicate with people. I mean, we've been able to talk to people all over the states, which has been phenomenal. But we've definitely spoke to some guests recently that you know when they plan on coming to the city, let's get them in person, and that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Right, Alfie. Yeah, Alfie. Alfie yeah. knows the deal. Can he come up here? Yeah, he can come up here. He's I'll do it anyway. Of, there you go. Strong. Special guest. You can do whatever he wants. Can he come over here? First My guest. <laughs> First guest is Alfie. So, how have you been? <laughs> that is good. What are your thoughts on the current political climate? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Excellent. He's a good, good guest. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, today's episode, we're going to talk about another movie so david going back to one of our episodes uh mr david bravo had a suggestion about checking out some movies and just going over them really uh briefly on the podcast so one of the movies that we checked out this time was the game changers it was the first time i ever saw it same yeah um, i saw it yesterday i saw it last night and um what do you think about it well i think with like any other movie that with the same concept that is biased Right, I mean, towards one side of the, of the, I guess, spectrum. But with all, you know, with that said, I think it did have a lot of good information about, you know, proteins and and performance. I think that <clears throat> it, it did play into a lot of the simplistic arguments that a lot of people have or a lot of people think. For example, that, you know, oh, you need a, you know, in order for performance and for, you know, energy levels animal protein and plant protein and it's like well that's really not the case they even mention it slightly where it's like well carbs are what your brains are what your brain is going to feed off of so i think that's you know where i think people don't really understand as much and i think the movie did touch on it um it didn't really say like hey you know calories in calories out the amount of calories you'll get um in, in terms of differentiating between well if you go from me you know omnivorous you know eating styles to just plant-based how that's drastically going to decrease your calories just regardless uh you know unless you're looking to gain in which case you're gonna have to just eat more um or maybe more of the of this of the same thing to keep you a little more full but i think it showed good information on just how it would be if you transition into adding more plants to your diet I think that's a good um, observation that you made about them not necessarily talking about how much of this or how much of that do you need in order to meet certain protein requirements. I think that that would have been a little bit more helpful 
um, and then maybe some instruction. But maybe, you know, that wasn't the goal. Maybe the goal was just to open the eyes of people and um, have them make that observation with the person who was creating the documentary, which I thought was pretty cool. So it seemed like the guy who was making the documentary was going through, uh, oh, we got some action. Fucking right, uh, No, no, no. I think David's getting him excited. Uh, the guy who was going through the, he was going through the documentary was going through those observations, uh, from a standpoint of, I don't know what veganism is to making it go full circle to I'm doing, I'm becoming a vegan. And now, you know, my energy levels have increased. I'm able to do X, Y, and Z. I have more stamina and now I'm going to help more people. So I thought that was pretty cool to see that journey all throughout. And then I also thought it was interesting, uh, the angle that they chose to take, which was kind of like targeting. I felt like it was a little bit more targeted towards men, especially when they got towards like the demos where they're trying to talk about erections and things like that. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's where you need to have that conversation start because I think women are more likely to um, be mindful about their food choices and their eating choices for better or for worse, probably because of the stigmas that are um, our industry places on women to begin with. But um, also, like men also think that they're not going to become big and they're not going to become strong. There was all those um, insinuations that happened and suggestions that happened uh, through the film and entertainment industry that made it seem like eating, if you don't eat meat, you're not a real man. Um, but it seems like that wasn't the case on, uh, you know, from what the documentary posted so i thought it was cool i thought it was cool because it chose that route and i also thought it was cool because of um uh you know just all the different things that they talked about so exactly the point you mentioned about why you felt they were talking to men more than women and that i thought that was a very good point because they have the the nfl athletes the collegiate athletes right and you mentioned whether it was like blood plasma levels or like the erection for example study they did so i thought that was really interesting because there is a stigma for the male uh, population that you do need meat and you can't be strong. And tying into that, what I really liked about it was they went after, not went after, they used examples of some of the strongest men, male athletes, right? So they took NFL athletes, they took like world's strongest men, they also took, um, forgetting, like a powerlifter, they also took uh, another athlete I'm thinking of. Uh, they took so many, right? But they went and took some of the more, like a, there's a bodybuilder as well, I forget the name something. Some of the most physically demanding, uh, sorry, sports are the most physically demanding exercises or just in, in general, the most demanding on the body and show that you can still perform a higher level, right? That the protein you take, it's not, the body isn't going to go, oh, is it from a plant or is it from an animal? It's just, it's the amino acids. The body doesn't see the amino acids. They're like, oh, you're an animal, I'll take you. You're from a plant, not going to take you, you know? Personally, this documentary I saw for the first time back in early 2020, and this is what really helped me become more open-minded about it all, right? Like, I had friends that had told me about being plant-based, and I'd always had I'd always had to joke with them or I'd hackle them and say, you're never going to get strong, you're never going to get big because you're not eating meat, right? I'd always say that. And then watching this made me realize, wow, I was so naive this whole time but part of it's cultural, right? I think it's so culturally the norm for us to have three meals a day when meat is in every meal. And that's not saying that's right or wrong. That's just a cultural thing, right? It's a cultural understanding. It's a cultural habit where you just typically have your steak, you typically have your chicken, whatever it is. It just, it's a part of your meal. It's a staple, right? And whenever you told someone for the first time, oh, you're plant-based or you do eat plants, whatever, 
sometimes your first assumption is, well, you have a bowl of broccoli. Like, no, there's just, there's ways of cooking, right? But for me, this this documentary, excuse me, was the biggest eye-opener for me to make changes and has really helped me with a number of things. But I'm really happy to have uh, seen that kind of documentary because there, like David said, it is biased. It's trying to show Alfie. Chill. Okay. It, it, it is, its purpose is to show that plant-based diets can work, do work. Athletes can compete at these levels. And there is other sides to it that, yeah, there's going to be some health effects that maybe you're, nutrient, you're lacking certain nutrients because you're no longer having animal protein. I get that. I think that's in anything you do though, right? I remember yeah. speaking to Antoine a long time, in one of our first episodes we had about a year or two ago. He said, if you look at the studies... People who eat purely animal protein don't live too long. And people who don't eat any at all also don't live. And he, I think his suggestion or his theory was if you're somewhere in the middle of the spectrum, that's the, those are the people that live the longest. So I think like anything in life, if you hammer home everything to one end, to one spe- end of the spectrum, you're always going to be faltering or missing out on something. So I thought he made a good point about saying that. Yeah. Um, I like they brought up the firefighters, remember? and. The culture of the fire department, I think, in New York is, you know, everyone knows it's like you get a, diff- a specific type of people that, that are generally firefighters that's, that have been like that for years. And it's changing, of course, but the way it is, it's very, like, macho. It's very, like, we're firefighters. We're going to eat eat big. And all, all, everything that encompasses that is, like, eating meat, eating a lot, you know, having fun, chilling, whatever. And the guy that they brought in to talk, I personally thought he was 100% like... Eat, eat, eat plants, eat plants, eat plants. Like, I don't think he ever really had a, like, you know what middle ground is like, how about you just eat more plants? Just eat more whole foods, eat more veggies, eat more greens. And I think that if that's the case, then you're definitely going to have the result that they had at the end. Right? It's like, okay, for this whole week, you only ate plants. It was plant-based. And look what happened. Yeah, great. But in a way, it's like, for these guys... I don't know. Is it sustainable? Like, is it something that you're they're willing to make it a habit? You know, is it something that they're open to trying? And then maybe are you able to transition into more of like, if I was only doing 90% meat, maybe let's do 70, 70, 30, 60, 40 plants and meat. And that may have the same result as that guy, as, you know, just having only plants you know maybe maybe not but the the i mean the the movie didn't really show that it just showed like wait hey look you did this for a week look what happened therefore this is you know eat eat, eat only plants I, I that's what i think i got out of it that and then piggyback off that point where if you're someone who eats meat 90 percent of your 90 percent of the time right so look at tom brady i think he's 80 percent plant-based 20 percent meat right so someone again who's in the middle of that spectrum raises a bit of both and i think if you were someone transitioning so, for example, when I, because I'm, I eat almost no meat at this point, right? So it's been like a bit of a two or three year transition. And at the beginning, I was like, what the fuck am I going to eat? Like, we mean no chicken. And like, I, I, that's, I, that's a staple part of the meal. That's almost the biggest chunk of it, right? By third, and time's half, depending on how you eat. And then just the education part behind it, right? So when we were growing up, we're still growing up, but like our generation, our parents' generation, like plant based protein, like what? fuck is that that's not very to me that's not and i i think it's mostly because being in new york city it, i'm able to go out to many of these places and it's creative and it's educational from that perspective but i mentioned a few weeks ago when i went to florida it was like non-existent it was one plant-based option out of 10 or 12 and it was like here you go the plant-based option is salad side of uh, a side of salad and, and potatoes and that was plant-based and i just think it's an it's a it's a generational thing that's coming around it's more about and my 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 focus point on when I'm trying to get people to just be more of mind about it is if you 
if you taste it and you try it and it doesn't taste any different and you can't tell and to me there's some ethical reasons behind it as well right like having an animal a bit more sensitive about it and social media is a powerful tool where it shows you like how some of these animals are spared and this and that when i start thinking about how if i can have something that tastes the same and an animal wasn't spared to me that just makes so much sense and it's not to guilt trip anyone else because look i will at the end of the day i will guarantee i know for a fact that like we went to this we went to the brazilian place down the block from here in the summer right some of the best like meat is never going to taste bad meat tastes good i know that like, there's one of them that tastes like shit though <laughs> you guys remember i think it was like coated in garlic yeah it was too <laughs> that much. was disgusting. we also had how much we Everything also had like great. about th- three kilos four five kilos each of just meat right so but just to kind of summarize on that point i think that's kind of where I just, I, I, I don't, again, I never try and kill anyone out of it, but I just try and think, okay, if you could be open-minded, if you have something that tastes the same, and to tell you the truth, I, I actually weigh less than I did when I was eating meat, and that's just me, and that's not everyone, and I'm sure I'm missing some nutrients and something else, but that's how I think of it. I think, you know, if you can, if it tastes the same, like if you have fried chicken and it's made of cauliflower or uh, substitute chicken, that doesn't sound appealing, but I can, most often, if you were to try it, you wouldn't taste a difference, or if you did... I think in the game changes as well, don't they give them three meals and don't tell them which one's plant-based and they can't tell? Or am I making that up? Yeah, they, they told them what it was. was yeah. Okay. He said that uh, he thought it was going to taste like shit, but it didn't. Because yeah. there's some... Yeah, look, it, but it's it's the same... Plant, some plant-based foods, without going to a rabbit hole here, some plant-based foods are like, uh, are like foods of animal pro- uh, protein in it. Some of it doesn't taste good. Some of it's not cooked well. And it's the same with meat, same with plant-based. If you get like a shitty meal, like I can't cook very well, right? So I'm not I'm not going to give you the best example of plant-based food. So that's that's just how I think about it. But I do agree, like you said, David, that there is, it's biased. They're trying to create reason. But I think the awareness that I totally got from it was, you can still perform at high levels. You can still be efficient at your sport, your job, lower your cholesterol levels. Um, in and like I said, like for me, like if it's almond milk or a substitute for almond mozzarella almond cheese mozzarella to me it tastes the Did same you say almond mutter what no almond milk mozzarella so it's mozzarella made from an almond milk substitute to me it tastes oh, the Lord. same and like there's no animal harm that, like that's that's to me that makes it just easy and we'll just, like, we'll just go to arthur avenue and be like yo can i get some almond milk mozzarella yeah it's a it's like, a little crazy like throwing me to death yeah but that's that's kind of really what i got but again that was just a the pioneering one for me and like coming more focused for that and um that's what we do on saturdays actually we excuse me in the city we explore different plant-based uh setups um that's cool i mean, yeah, I, went I, mean to, I went to a party once and i did not know that this person was vegan do you guys remember vanessa no you because they were just before you uh vanessa the trainer this is years ago. I think Jacques remembers Vanessa. Yeah, I no, think not, he did. not not the current, not the the most recent one. She oh. was Vanessa Mosley. Oh no, I don't. Years ago. Mosley. Anyway, she invited us to a birthday, and I did not know she was vegan. Mm. So we went in there, and I, th- I forgot who I went with, and there was food everywhere, and I was hungry. I'm like, oh, you know, we have some chili, we have this and that. I'm like, great. I got a whole bowl of chili, I had like two or three bowls of chili. And then she's like, how was it? I'm like, it was great. I had three bowls. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm trying this new vegan recipe. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You didn't know. No, I was like, I'm sorry, what? This is, I'm sorry, there's meat in here, right? She's like, no. I, I, I forgot what she said it was. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, it's, it's no meat. It's vegan. I was like, oh, shit, I could eat that every day. Like, if I, if I could, if I knew how to make it, yeah. I would 100% eat that every day. And I guarantee that I'll probably be, uh, I think, feeling better and maybe more full. 
like in general. Because when they had that, that example with the plasma, it was interesting. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. You know, like when it comes to performance and what you're eating before a game or eating before you go train. I think that, you know, may, that does needs, needs to be studied a little more because I think having one burrito and then going to go pee, it's like, okay, well, mm. th- this doesn't really, I don't think it says much because of whatever else they've been having throughout the whole day. Right. I think, you know? Right. Um, and also, it was only based on guys. I think it, it definitely needs to be based more on, on, on women. Uh, they had that one Olympian, right? The, the that too, the I think. The two, yeah, 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 that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sprinter and the uh, the, the cycling. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's something to watch, to be more aware of, and to see. You know, maybe somebody is already on the edge of like, you know what? I do really think I need to do this, but I'm scared of the stigma between uh, in in regards of like eating only veggies. Maybe watching this film will push them to the edge, and maybe it'll be good for them. So I mean, I'm all for it. People do look at me like I'm fucking weird, though. Like it's so it's it's a little bit of a like when I I had a conversation with clients, and I think when weight loss is their goal, and I'm trying to open their mind, and you know they 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 discover that red meat is heavier than white meat. I'm like, okay, that's good. You're you're already recognizing that, and that's when I suggested, what about if you're looking at some plant based alternatives? And their first thing was. Oh, just just plants and like just nah. vegetables. So it's just, it's another avenue. You just have to like open their mind up a little bit. But th- this this documentary I sent to some 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 clients and some of them are like, wow. And to to kind of um, piggyback off this as well is the Tennessee Titans is a team in the documentary, right? The player and the player's wife. Mm-hmm. So, and earlier in the episode when they do the blood plasma test, one of the players admits to having KFC or um, Popeyes the day of the game. Do you guys remember that? So one of the clients who I sent this to has a relative that works in an NFL organization, and I won't say which one, but you could have Popeyes in the locker room every day. That's actually, and that, and I'm not talking about whether it's an animal protein or plant protein, like fried food the day of a game. How is that even? Why? What? How? But you know, but to that, and this this is where I always get like weirded out about shit like this. It's like, okay, this is being shed to light now. But how long has the NFL been been out? You know, how long have there been teams that have been doing that already? You know, how long have been there been teams in any sport that does that? Um, and they've won championships, and they and they've won games, and they've performed. So I mean, it, it's I'm not saying that it's bullshit that oh you know it's it's a lie, but it, it is hard to just make the conclusion of well this is horrible, therefore you should only do plant plant based. You know, oh it's also. Yeah, the other thing is like the NFL has been like notoriously tone deaf to a lot of things. Yeah, and I don't think that this comes as a surprise where it's like they'll just have fried chicken the day before, and you know people will just yeah. be like, "Oh, why aren't we winning championships? Oh, why are we always injured? Oh, you know all this stuff." But because yeah, it's kind of like they give the players the autonomy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, similarly, I just heard something. Um, was a the guy on the Giants, Kenny Galladay or something like that. Yeah, what about him? He was to, he was talking about how he showed up to a voluntary practice, and he was like, I need to show up to this voluntary practice. He was like, everybody on this team should be showing up to these practices. Voluntarily. Like especially yeah. after the last season. Like that's in the position yeah. that we're in. Uh-huh. But not everybody will do that, right? Yeah. So those are the things where I think they give the players a little bit too much autonomy. And, you know, I do definitely think that, you know, they should have something, but there should also be a responsibility. Yeah. And that has to come from the league itself, not yeah. the specific yeah. teams. Because if it's up to the teams, then players won't want to sign. Then players will have this whole thing. But if it's up to the organization as a whole to say, yeah. 
we need the players to show up to these things, you know, then the teams can kind of like push a little bit more, and especially in terms of, you know, performance, whether, whether it's training or whether it's practice or whether it's nutrition. Like I definitely think yeah. that there are a lot of teams that should benefit that can benefit yeah. um, not only from the standpoint of they're going to perform, but then the standpoint of they're also going to excel is going to be more entertaining. And then you'll also see, um, you know, their livelihoods just changed, right? Like yeah. that's one thing that I think that, in this particular instance, it seemed like she opened up the, um, and she being the wife of the NFL player that was, you know, mentioned, who was also a chef, which is kind of like handy to have somebody, your own private chef to cook all your meals. But must be nice. <laughs> she, must be nice. <laughs> she um, ended up turning into a business and ended up, you know, flourishing because like the teammates really yeah. liked it and they appreciated it. And it seemed like they were performing really well. Which is great too, right? Yeah. It's like, it's uh, like, like Popeye's great. You know, you have the freedom of eating whatever the hell you want. But like you said, like the NFL should have this thing where like, you know what, based on the science, based on what is generally like accepted that Popeye's and fast food isn't the greatest thing to have. Like, I think it's generally people are like, I know that. Um, well, even think about, uh, what's his name? Marshawn Lynch. He said, uh, that Skittles he, guy. Yeah. But not, not only Skittles, but, uh, Peyton oh. Manning asked him about, and he was talking about Henny. Yeah. yeah. Like shot a Henny or two before the game. Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think Manning was like, nah. But if you, but when, so when, the, if this stuff comes out after when they're retired, you can't do anything for one. But yeah. if these guys perform at the highest level and Marshall Lynch, for example. That's a hard job though, to run at people. It, it is. But is there ever a time or a game when you thought this guy underperformed or didn't play well? I, I didn't watch him every game, but Alfie. Alfie really Alfie. likes David for those who don't know. So what? But what I was gonna say was Alfie needs to be a. He started eating those vegetables. (laughs) So, but Marshawn Lynch, for example, like never, never do you go, oh, he had a bad season or he didn't play well, whatever, right? So when you say, okay, he had a shot of Henny and he had Skittles, okay, it doesn't sound very traditional, but like, no, it didn't affect his performance clearly. So I think that's where you go and you say, okay. Like with the fry, for example, when you talk about the NFL, I think something the NFL could do in that example, if it was definitely a case where most teams had fried chicken, you can't forbid players from having it, mm-hmm. but don't provide it on the game day, yeah. right? Yeah, that, so that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I get it, right? Like, you know, you could eat whatever you want, but maybe, you know, Popeyes isn't the greatest thing. You know, I'm not, not saying that you got to, like, fuck this, no, no Popeyes anymore, only vegan stuff. It's like, well, maybe not that either. But well, maybe be a little more mindful about like what it is that you're eating beforehand. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know what it's like because you know. No, we're pro armchair we're, fucking. We pro armchair quarterbacks yeah, here. Armchair we're quarterback. Pro-athletes. I don't know what it's like in the locker room. I don't know what it's like in some of these training rooms. But I would hope that they take the time out to introduce these athletes to professionals that are specialists in their field, from nutrition to exercise to. Uh, psychiatric um, you know I think that to even like extending your professional career beyond the game like I think that they should have something like that in place if they don't then that's a shame but um, who knows like maybe they do and they just say nah this is what I loved and to one of the points of one of the other athletes um, who I think was a boxer he was like I didn't know anything 
he said, I've never seen, um, I think, Brussels sprouts or asparagus. Asparagus. He's like, the only asparagus, vegetable yeah. I knew growing up was... Oh, the guy from Philly, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he only knew, yeah. You know, and if that's the case, then, you know, who is anybody to tell that athlete any differently? If they're performing and they've never eaten that before, like, why are you going to... But at least if you have that conversation, at least if you open it up, at least if you give, you know, them a shot, similar to the FDNY situation where you bring in the food, right? Don't make it, make it very easy. Mm-hmm. for somebody to change and then if they want to they do if they don't they don't unfortunately it'll probably mean that a lot of that stuff gets thrown out or given away to you know other people but i think if you give them the opportunity to and you have somebody there who can speak to it like somebody who's walked the walk talk to talk uh former nfl athletes things like that like i think that might um also help them out as well because they go through shit that other people don't it's a it's a war it's a sport where it's like you're enticing war every single time you go out there on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, very high rate of injury. But what if you saw turnarounds, right? And people didn't have to take cortisone shots to the neck in order for that to happen. <laughs> to the neck. But, you know, I do I do agree with that. It's like having maybe more, you know, having more plant-based options and having that more in your system could definitely help with, like, injuries. Like, 100%. Like, anti-inflammatory stuff. Not saying that, you know, inflammation is bad for an injury, but... It will, I guess, help you perform a little better, maybe. And yeah. that's what that's I what you got to go with. One of my clients who I sent a documentary to, and almost every day when he would come in, he's like had had several knee surgeries, hip surgeries, all that stuff. And for a moment in time, whenever we'd go walk out the club, almost every single day we just spent ten to thirty minutes, depending how bad it was, just on the bike loosening things up, right? And I even forget this was two or three years ago. We, we don't even spend any time warming up in terms of loosening the body up with like trying to get like not rid of inflammation but help loosen it up right and trying to like circulate around the rest of the body or rest of the joint and he's not completely plant-based and right this could just be a coincidence he could have been eating something again he there's possibilities that he could have just given up red meat and that would have helped him sufficiently right but it just so happens to be that something that helps him and it's just and I, I, and I firmly believe that everyone responds differently to everything as well right like for example if uh, David, if you gave up me completely compared to Angel completely, like it might affect Angel much worse than you or vice versa, right? Like I don't think it's, you know, I think that's just one thing to take into consideration, but going back to what you said, David, about a choice, if, again, it, it, part of it's the educational part of it as well. Like I said, if someone, when you tell someone or I tell someone like, oh, I'm mostly plants, they think I'm crazy or like, oh, you eat a bowl of broccoli. And when we've had Georgina on the show a couple of times, when I went over to hers and had food, I was like, shit, this stuff's really good. And I was like, okay, you know, this opens my eyes. Or like, for example, my, my other foot in the door for like plant-based, because I always thought plant-based burgers and veggie burgers taste nasty. To me, they always taste like weird or kind of funny, whatever. But by Chloe's, which is now called uh, Beatnik, I believe. So that's like a plant-based fast, fast food. What and happened then, to Chloe? I think it got bought out or something. <laughs> it got bought out. But anyway, that was my introduction. That was my way of, okay, one meal a week, but kind of back. Going back to what you were saying, if someone's 90% meat and going back to 70% or 60%, whatever, I think, again, this is not telling anyone how to do some things, but if you're open to change, like if you modify, it's like anything, right? Like if you don't eat enough fruit in your diet, you don't have enough fruit in your you know, daily living, whatever, okay, how do you increase that? Do you just go like by increasing an apple a day or a banana a day or like go from having five fruit a week to 10 fruit a week? Like whatever it is, meat, like set the bar reasonably, not low, but main, like manageably attainable for you. I think that's kind of why I would take away from that. And when you say options, that's why I said, like, when I went to Disney in Orlando, it was a, it was an absolute struggle 
right? Like I'd have in the morning, I'd have eggs and oats or eggs, which I'm vegan, right? It's whatever. And then I'd try and be, it was a struggle. So that's when I spoke to you about traveling. And I, that's why I would eat more in the morning because I knew I had less choices going out. So that's something I probably should have mentioned in that episode. But look, that's just my choice. And look, like I choose to live a certain way. I get it. And like, you can argue that, all right, well, the meat's already been made. The animal's been killed like a few months ago or a few days ago. Like it's here in front of you, which is a might fair have, point. As well, but yeah. That's a fair point, but it's just like, out of ethics now, I just like... Uh, that's weird. That's when ethics come into play. It's like, you can't really make that argument. It's like, well, it's here already, so you might as well eat it. It's like, put a gun next to somebody, well, gun's here, might as well kill this that's guy. That's true. Like, I mean, no, yeah, that's they, that's an extreme example. But that's, anyway, that's just how I see, and again, I I don't, and in terms of performance, like personally as well, I I, I don't think that the, eat, the nutrition has helped me, but I think sleeping's always been my issue, right? So like, that's, 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 that's my issue point. with performance. So and not to say that but I, I, I don't know. There's just so many. There's so many avenues you can go with this, but yeah, I don't know. I think the movie didn't talk at all about sleeping and regenerative properties at all, which is super important. So that's one of the they things. They did with the with the dick <laughs> with the <laughs> dick <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. Of yeah. course, they had like college kids and like giggling as they're doing it. I was yeah. like, guys. I like how the homie was just like. Some of them were like covered up to the side. And one of them had it seeping through the other. Yeah. Side, and then one of them was just like open just like and in my eyes is like okay what did you have to get the full shot like i don't know maybe just get I your guess they, chest well they wanted to i guess they really wanted to be able to count and quantify how many erections they were getting i guess because in theory if the sensor fell off right you still need to see the enlargement through the video well hey or the yeah but um what what i'm happy they blurred it out you know one thing i hated about the thing that i really didn't like maybe you guys would disagree there was a part of the movie where there's this sixty-some-year-old jacked guy. Oh, you didn't like that? The, the I didn't. I didn't like. He was cool. Like the gym, the great. guy in the gym, yeah, that tons of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I liked him, whatever as as a person. Like he's super ripped. Really, you know, good for him. I didn't like the fact that it's like he used the example of having people come into this gym and not being able to do three hundred swings, not being able oh, to yeah. do two hundred as a measure of. Yeah, it's because they're not uh, eating plants or like they're not this, this, and that. And I'm like, well, that's true. Like they're just coming to you. No one's gonna do 300 fucking swings yeah, yeah. If you get somebody on the fucking sand thing. Vegan and they've never done that. Yeah, before. it's like it okay. That that so I think I, I hear what you're saying. I think what he's trying to say is that the people who doubt anyone that can perform at high levels without animal protein, that he's able to do that. I think that's what I took away from it. Is that no? I can't perform. I I think you're right that yeah. not everyone is. Even people that are either plant or animal based protein intakers, they're not all gonna be able to attain that level. But I think he's just, that's what I got right. Is that he's able to do that at that level on the protein he's on, right? And no one even knew until years ago or until more recently that he was even on plant based, right? Yeah. I think he said he'd been doing yeah. it for years. That's just what I would say from it. But it's oh. um. I, I look. I, it's, I, I thought it came off as like. Oh well, look at me. I eat. I eat only plants. He was late sixties too, I think, wasn't he? What the guy? How old? Yeah, he was. He was in the late sixties. I mean, if I look that good when I'm in my sixties, I'll be happy. But you won't because you're not black. (laughs) True, black. Hey, I forgot somebody. Who was it? Someone asked me, or I was chatting with somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, client of mine." Yeah, like client of mine asked me, "Hey, he wants to look like such and such." Yeah. And the trainer was like, "Well, first you need different parents." Oh yeah, yeah like, uh, <laughs> I want to look like yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it's like, I nah, bro, <laughs> you need different parents and different genes and all that. You're, you're, yeah, get out. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the only thing I didn't like about the movie. Um, 
I don't know. I think it was, like I, I think said, they could have focused a little bit more on like making things a- achievable or attainable because like after you start the conversation, the conversation still needs to go somewhere. So I've had this uh, conversation with other people where they try to do um, whatever it is like veganism, veganism because it's racing in popularity more than anything else. Uh, it's you like no nobody, becoming a trend. Nobody wants to become pescatarian. Yeah, it's a trend. It's definitely a trend because like if you look at all these other things like you know carnivorism, right? Like veganism, uh, vegetarianism. Like the one that's really hot right now that people are talking about is veganism, more so than the others. Um, hopefully, you know people like the the ending message and the beginning message. I think are really important. Um, I think that throughout they had people speak about veganism and what it's done for them and sometimes you can take something negative from it for example that guy who was in a 60 who was kind of like shitting on his family and his friends for not being able to keep up with him right <laughs> um, he was loving it too he's like laughing as he's saying it yeah which is another thing too like i think that there is some responsibility yeah. that falls on vegans as well to portray themselves as you know, people first and then everything else second. Because if you use veganism to put yourself on a pedestal to shit on everybody else, then people aren't going to listen to you just out of uh, the fact that they just want to be true, contrarian. True, true. Because you're acting like an asshole. You know, one time I was I had uh, I was having food at at the break room, and a trainer I won't name anyone, but you guys probably know who she was. <laughs> she. Um, yeah. Um. I was. I forgot what I was eating. And then she's like, what are you eating? And I said, I think it was like a sandwich, like a chicken sandwich or something. She's like, oh, meat. No, I'm like, cool. Yeah, nobody asked you. <laughs> like, all right. But I, I mean, maybe she didn't do it like in a bad malicious, like in a malicious way, like yeah. being a dick about it. But it's just, I guess, like, just chill out. Like, no one, no one asked you. Like, That's true. But so you have people like that who um, make it seem as if it's – you know, a bad choice that you eat meat or it's a bad choice that you're not vegan or a bad choice that you're vegetarian or pescatarian or whatever. And that I don't think helps. Um, I don't think that helps people because people are dealing with a bigger problem other than just not being vegan. I think that they're dealing with overconsumption. I think they're dealing with uh, psychology and the issues stemming from psychology and stress that uh, result in them over-consuming foods or ch- making poor choices or making last-minute choices and not preparing, um, lack of sleep. Like, there are other factors that are coming into play versus people yeah, not being they vegan. they have lack of resources. And lack of resources, lack of education, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously, like, the stigmas that were already placed, right? And your parents are going to cook whatever your parents are going to cook, and until you move out of your parents' house, you're likely going to eat what they eat. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things. But the point that they made um, in the beginning and the ending of the film I thought was pretty good where it was like um, he spoke about Bruce Lee and how you can extract what you need to extract. Like you learn about a topic. If something is on your mind, you learn about that topic. You learn from dis- different disciplines um, and you take what you need from each and then you move on, right? And I think that that is important. So maybe not being 100% vegan is what is good for you. And then you got vegans and raw vegans and things like that. Because I know some people who are raw vegans that are shit on non-raw vegans. But like extract from extract from each discipline what you can, and then from there move forward. Put your best foot forward. Yeah. I think that's, that's also that's, like a that's a good. That's a also the very what what do you, how do you call it? Uh, you have to be careful with that too. I think like I think with all things, when you have resources so abundant in the internet, it's really easy to fall into the trap of getting and your getting little things from that. 
and then being like, well, this is what this said. Yeah. And you could you could talk about that with yeah. food. You could talk about that with politics. You could talk about it, yeah. about that with a lot of stuff. It's like, you know, it's it's always hard to do that. But which is why you always need to have like you know, peer reviewed sources. You know, things that are, um, also, like use your common sense in a way too, right? It's like yeah, like I'm not gonna keep eating whatever I'm gonna keep eating if I'm like falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Or like I have diarrhea or like my face turns a different color, you know? Cause I saw some people who in the video, it was like, Oh, I've been healthy, whatever, whatever. And their eyes are like bulging out of their head. And it's like, dude, you can probably <laughs> use like a little bit. That's like the, uh, that's the guy that ran from the Appalachian mountains. Yeah. He was, yeah, I mean, tore he, his quad as he's wild. doing yeah, it. Yeah. That was, that was pretty was, well. And my, and my, the only thing in my mind as he, and I see him do that is like, Why? But also in, also in my mind is like, good for you, I guess. Like, that's what you want to yeah. do. Well, why do you overhead snatch? Like, right? Like, why do overhead snatch? Because, uh, yeah, because it's fun, I guess. Right. So, yeah. I guess he's, yeah. And because you added. But I'm not doing, how much, how many days was he running for? He was running for uh, 40 days. So, yeah, I'm not snatching, like, every day 40 times. But then but you that's, have, but that's his sport. His sport is ultra running. His I sport guess, is yeah. endurance running. So, yeah. running for days is he's not. He's performing, I guess. That is that is definitely performing. I couldn't beat him. I mean, if I tear my tricep, this guy I wouldn't I wouldn't snatch. Oh yeah, this right. guy's got every other injury. Let's, clo- let's close. Let's close. Let's close. Closing notes, before David. <laughs> before David talks. Hamstring's doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any closing notes on the movie or how um, this whole movie movie thing is going about? Like we're checking out movies and documentary stuff. I like it. I'm digging it. I think it's gonna be good to. Just see other other avenues of the fitness industry, right? This was nutrition. Last time was, I'd say, CrossFit. more movement in CrossFit. Yeah, and then I think we had another one lined up, right? For anyone another spot, did we? Uh, I don't oh. think we agreed on. Oh, I think uh, I Michael said Food Moore. Inc. Food Inc. was the other one. Food Inc. All and right. then okay. uh, there's a Michael Moore one. I forgot the name of that one. Food but Inc. there's so many. Supersize Me. All those are just yeah, it's an old loads of shit. All right. Yeah, well, those. Uh, there was again. To me, it was a big eye opener. Yeah, I'm glad we got to. Write but it's it down like, yeah, but it's like what what Angel said, right? We'll learn, like we'll learn from the source. So in this case, game changers. Take what you want from it. Like I'm gonna take, like aspects of it that I think were really cool and use it for your own thing. I don't think it's bad to watch it. Definitely. Yeah, I 100%. agree. Right. I think we put that one a little bit too loud. <laughs> yeah, that's going to deafen people when they hear that one. <laughs> but uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in to this episode of the Trainer Feed. We really appreciate your support. Like, follow us on Instagram and YouTube. And we uh, uh, the Trainer Feed at Roan, get your 15% discount. So... You know, we're showcasing we're, the wrong yeah, gear right now. The wrong gear. So if not me, unfortunately, this is different. Look at David something. So we can shout out Channel David. Five News, <laughs> best independent news source on YouTube. Holy moly! <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs>